Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Does D.C.'s mayor believe the city is being pushed around by Congress? We're hearing from Mayor Bowser herself tonight. And at 11.15, we'll check in with the Hill newspaper on how Democrats are reacting to all this. Here's a hint. They're using the F word in text messages. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Severe weather in the south leads to at least nine deaths in five states. High winds have caused damage west of Dallas, Texas, as KTVT-TV's Caroline Vandergriff reports. Well, I just got up and saw this mess. Tiffin Barkley spent Friday morning picking up all the tree limbs that ended up in his yard. The hole in his roof will require a call to his insurance agent. Yeah, it looks like that roof's about bit the big one. Andrea Torres is hopeful there's no damage to her neighbor's roof after high winds turned her trampoline into a projectile. Uh, We heard a loud bang and basically what happened was our trampoline fell on top of our neighbor's house and then another bang and it landed in their front yard. Northern Indiana has been preparing for rain and snow. WSBT-TV's Leo Goldman with Kosciuszko County Emergency Management official Kip Shooter. The Kosciuszko County Emergency Management team has known for days that this storm was coming. They've been in communication with the National Weather Service as they made their plan. We've also prepped our county government and, and city governments throughout the county so they can prepare... In Southern California, crews are plowing snow to reach those trapped in the mountains of San Bernardino County. And Northern California, Sierra Nevada, is in for more snow this weekend. The White House says President Biden had a cancerous skin lesion removed during his physical last month. CBS's Donya Backus. President Biden has long championed the fight against cancer, launching a moonshot initiative after the death of his son, Bo, to the disease. Let this be a truly American moment that rallies the country and the world together and prove that we can still do big things. Last month, Mr. Biden's doctor said he had several other skin cancers removed before he started his presidency. A South Carolina judge hands down two consecutive life sentences without parole to Alec Murdoch for killing his wife and youngest son. CBS's Nikki Batiste reports. The murder weapons were never found and there were no eyewitnesses. Yet it took the jury less than three hours to find Murdoch guilty. Verdict guilty. Lead prosecutor Creighton Waters. A verdict like this doesn't give Paul and Maggie their life back, but at least that jury gave them a voice. The U.S. pledges another $400 million in military assistance to Ukraine as fighting intensifies in the eastern city of Bakhmut. CBS's MTS Tide. The Kremlin sees the city as a gateway to capturing the rest of the Donbass region. And some estimates suggest tens of thousands of Russian soldiers have been killed trying to secure it. While Ukraine insists Bakhmut has little strategic value, its military leaders also concede defending the city has resulted in huge losses. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 11.03 here on WTOP. We are at the final hour of the day here, March 3rd, 2023, Georgetown 52, lots of rain. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top stories we're following at this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. We have learned minutes ago that Tom Sizemore has died. The Saving Private Ryan actor whose bright 1990s star burned out 
under the weight of his own domestic violence and drug convictions, was 61. His manager is saying that Sizemore died at a hospital in Burbank, California tonight. He had suffered a brain aneurysm early on February 18th at his Los Angeles home. Sizemore became a star with acclaimed appearances in Natural Born Killers and Michael Mann's cult crime thriller Heat. But he was uh, well known for Saving Private Ryan, as we mentioned as well. And those personal problems, serious substance dependency, abuse allegations, multiple run-ins with the law devastated his career. It even left him homeless for a while and in debt for millions of dollars. He went to jail as well. Tom Sizemore, the Saving Private Ryan actor, is dead tonight at 61. Well, to our area now, the findings of an investigation into how Loudoun County Public Schools handled two sexual assaults should be made public. That's the posture of Attorney General Jason Miares, who, through a special counsel, has filed for a subpoena for its release. Now, the school board there has voted against rehashing and releasing the report. In a court filing, the special counsel says the report is related to the investigation of former Superintendent Scott Ziegler, who was fired from that job and then charged with three misdemeanors. The Senate could soon take action that hasn't happened in more than three decades, a vote to repeal a D.C. law. Lawmakers appear poised to approve a resolution next week that would block the district from adopting new criminal sentencing guidelines. More from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. All of the Senate's 49 Republicans, including Indiana's Mike Braun, support the disapproval resolution. The crime that we're dealing with here is rampant across the country. And I think it's an eye-opener. And this, hopefully, will sail through. Several Democrats now say they'll join Republicans in voting to block the D.C. law, which would lighten some criminal penalties. D.C. officials are critical of lawmakers who support the resolution, accusing them of undermining home rule. But with a vote likely next week and President Biden saying he won't veto the measure, there's little standing in its way. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser was with us here on WTOP earlier with her reaction on congressional interference and President Biden not threatening a veto. We never encourage congressional meddling in the affairs of the District of Columbia. Our issues can be dealt with locally. We expected that the Senate would be voting next week. It was shaping up to be a tough vote, as we were hearing and talking to senators about. So I think the president probably got the same message, that there were a lot of Democratic senators who were looking not to join the Republicans in treading on D.C., but to express concern about violent crime across the nation, not just in the district. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser with us on WTOP earlier. Fairfax County police are facing scrutiny over their policies after officers recently shot and killed a shoplifting suspect outside Tyson's Corner Center. The Police Executive Research Forum, an organization that's reviewed and recommended changes to department policies in the past, has been called in. Chief Davis reached out to us to ask us if we could look at some recent incidents of police officer-involved use of force and then look at their training and look at their policy and see if there are any recommendations. Chuck Wexler is the executive director and says, while there's a lot to the process... We will work as quickly as we can to at least provide some immediate observation of things they could be doing. Then a more detailed report will follow. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. A 22-year-old was shot and killed by U.S. Marshals in Southeast D.C. earlier this week. Tonight, we're hearing from his family. I need answers. We want answers, and I'm not going to stop screaming it until I get it. 
Tiffany Stewart wants to know how and why U.S. Marshals shot and killed her nephew, Alante Scott, Tuesday afternoon in Southeast D.C. I want to know how I paid a bond for my nephew last week, and this week you slaughtered him in the streets. After he paid the bond on February 14th, court documents show a judge issued a second warrant for Scott when he didn't show up for court on February 23rd. He was facing charges for stealing a car in Montgomery County. D.C. police say as marshals went to arrest Scott, he ran, pulled out a gun, and both deputies fired. Y'all killed my nephew. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. And still ahead here on WTOP. Do you have a company-provided work phone? Might have been a time when almost everybody did at work. How are things changing now? Maybe it's making a bit of a comeback. We'll check it out at 1108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks as we go to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Dimitri. We're watching some delays on the northbound side of DC 295. No accident scenes being reported, but it does look like plenty of folks making their way northbound right now. So uh, do be extra cautious. You're going to be slow headed past Pennsylvania Avenue up towards East Capitol Street. The southeast southwest freeway looking a little bit crowded as well. Definitely not jammed up, but you're going to see more vehicles out and about than usual. It is, of course, a weekend evening. If you're headed inbound on the 3rd Street Tunnel northbound, you're going to slow down as you make your way towards New York Avenue. Just your normal delays at the light. However, New York Avenue itself does seem to have a work zone. Looks like it's going to be eastbound past the tunnel. Uh, should be getting by over on the right-hand side, so watch out for them over on the far left. It does look like there's some sort of event over at Capital One Arena, so expect to see a lot of pedestrians and folks driving through that area. A lot of rideshare drivers as well. Again, be extra careful. Sometimes people forget to use crosswalks. If you're headed on the BW Parkway, uh, you got delays in either direction, but no crashes. Just slow as you make way to and from 197. Westbound side of 32 is suspiciously slow delay as you make your way towards the BW Parkway. It might be a crash. I'll double check that for you uh, by next report. I-95 is up to speed, so it's 270. Down in Virginia, uh, we are hearing about an accident seen on 15 Lee Highway northbound. All lanes blocked after Baldwin Street, so watch out for that. Carlos Ramirez, WTLB Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenner for this evening. A wind advisory in effect from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. on Saturday. We could see wind gusts of up to 50 miles an hour. Look for some showers and some thunderstorms tonight. They'll end after midnight. The rain could be heavier tonight. And it's going to be breezy, lows mid-30s to lower 40s. Clearing skies, very windy on Saturday. Highs will be in the upper 50s. Partly to mostly sunny on Sunday. The winds will be lighter, a high near 60. Lots of sunshine and pleasant on Monday. Look for a high in the lower 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stineford. Tonight, checking out Storm Team 4 radar, first of all. Uh, right in D.C. and the close-in suburbs, we have some of our heaviest rain. It pushes up into eastern parts of Montgomery County western parts of Howard County, all of Baltimore County, I would say, and Carroll County as well. As we put the radar into motion, all of these storm systems, all the rain showers are pushing from southwest to northeast, so toward Baltimore, toward Wilmington, Delaware, toward Philadelphia tonight. In Manassas, 42, Metro Center, 52, Frederick, 41, some parts of the area could drop into the 30s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1110. 
And it's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour as we check in with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street closed out the week with a strong rally as interest rate worries eased a bit. Dow Industrials jumped 387. The S&P 500 gained 64. The Nasdaq rose 226. Business was picking up at U.S. service companies last month as new orders rose to a more than one-year high and hiring increased. The latest service sector reading from the nation's purchasing managers was stronger than expected. Even as it plans to grow its workforce this year, Airbnb is shrinking the size of its recruiting staff. About 30% of workers in its hiring team are being let go. The company says it is not an indication of more widespread layoffs. It was not uncommon 20 years ago. Now, a growing number of employers are once again supplying cell phones to their workers. It's not so much a perk as a way for firms to better protect their data by keeping it off workers' personal phones. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. For the week on Wall Street, it was pretty good. The Nasdaq was up almost 3%. Well, still ahead here on WTOP, a lot of House Democrats thought that President Biden was going to get behind D.C. and statehood and uh, home rule, and so they voted to... uh, not change the criminal code revisions that the city council did. Well, now it looks like those may change. We'll get into all that with a reporter from The Hill. Coming up in a couple minutes, it's 11-12. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify. Qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-269-3394. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-269-3394. 800-269-3394. Good evening at 1113. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog, and he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate, like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Good evening. A quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Amazon says it's pushing the pause button on some of the construction of its second headquarters in Arlington. A cancerous skin lesion was removed from President Biden's chest last month. It was common. It is a common form of skin cancer in this case. His doctor is not recommending any further treatment. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And we'll talk more about the controversy between D.C., as in the city government, versus Congress. Coming right up. Working hard when you'd rather be playing hard? Wishing you were clearing a level instead of clearing your inbox? Staring at spreadsheets but stuck on shattering high scores? Turn any time into game time with Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra. With its large screen, long-lasting battery, and our fastest processor yet, you'll be ready to battle with bosses between meetings with bosses. And even if you rage quit, it'll still be there tomorrow. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Now 1116. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Mayor Muriel Bowser is among the thousands of D.C. residents yet again at the mercy of congressional action. The U.S. Senate vote to block the district's new criminal penalties is all but certain. Questions about the potential for the bill to pass continue across Capitol Hill. We asked the mayor about that earlier. So I think the president probably got this message that there were a lot of Democratic senators who were looking not to join the Republicans in treading on D.C., but to express concern about violent crime across the nation, not just in the district. Well, we turn to Michael Schnell. She's congressional reporter for The Hill to understand it all, especially about House Democrats and how they feel that the rug was pulled out from under them by President Biden here. House Democrats are infuriated, right? When they, uh, 173 of them, voted against this disapproval resolution back in February. That was a couple days after the Office of Management and Budget put out what's called a statement of administration policy, saying that the administration opposes this disapproval resolution and making the case for D.C. statehood. Uh, So when they saw that statement, a lot of House Democrats were led to believe that the White House was against this disapproval resolution, and if it landed on his desk, he would veto it. Obviously, now that is not the case. President Biden announcing he will sign this disapproval resolution. I will note it has not yet passed the Senate, though it looks like it's going to pass with that bipartisan support needed. And a lot of Democrats felt blindsided by this decision because, like I mentioned, they were under the impression that President Biden was opposed to the disapproval resolution when they voted on it back in February. So President Biden's uh, Democratic colleagues up on Capitol Hill, not very happy tonight. And when you say infuriated and not very happy, that includes text messages you received with some of the strongest curse words. Uh, Now, those people don't necessarily want their name out there, but that gives you an idea of the, the level of anger here. That's right. Just to give you a little PG reading of some of those messages uh, that uh, me and my colleague Al Weaver received. One House Democrat texted the House, the White House effed this up royally. Amateur hour heads should roll over at the White House over this. So, again, uh, not mentioning the name reigning anonymous, but still that just shows you the sentiment among these House Democrats. And it's for a couple of reasons where we've come to believe a 
Democrats, although they were on the same page as the White House, and now they are not, they will not be on the record as being on the same page. And B, Republicans are now likely going to go ahead and use that vote against the disapproval resolution as a way to attack Democrats as being soft on crime. That is Michael Schnell, congressional reporter for The Hill. And it is 11-18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks now. Let's check in again with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. Of course, we are watching the delays on the northbound side of DC 295. I was suspicious and thought maybe there was an accident scene there. Turns out, no, just regular old volume delays. Of course, because of the rainy weather out there tonight, um, you do expect this around town, especially if you're headed on the southeast-southwest freeway. looks like the curve there that takes you onto the 11th Street Bridge is running a little slower than usual. But again, no crashes, so just remember to watch your braking distance between you and other vehicles. Uh, There is likely a couple of cones there on the eastbound side of New York Avenue right by the 3rd Street Tunnel, so watch out for them. It is quite crowded through there, but there's also an event going on over Capital One Arena, so you may see just extra volume there in general. BW Parkway, uh, no crashes here, but we are running a little bit slower than usual. Watching the camera, looks like people are taking their time. That's definitely okay with the rain. Again, don't want anybody accidentally bumping into anybody. I-95, 66 in Virginia, all running completely up to speed so far. No trouble as of yet. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford this evening. A wind advisor in effect from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. on Saturday. Winds may gust up to 50 miles an hour. Showers and a few thunderstorms across the area tonight. They'll end after midnight. Rain will be heavy at times, breezy, our lows mid-30s to lower 40s. Turning partly sunny and windy on Saturday, winds that gusts up to 50 miles an hour at times, highs will be in the upper 50s. Partly to mostly sunny on Sunday, the winds will be lighter, a high near 60. Sunny and pleasant on Monday, highs in the low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stenderford. And right now in Hyattsville, 52, Fredericksburg, 41, Foggy Bottom, 52, some parts of our area in the 30s. And uh, we can start to say that Areas west of the Beltway, so I'm talking Fairfax County, uh, Loudoun County, Prince William County, are either getting very light rain or no rain at all. Part of D.C., the uh, eastern half, the northeast, southeast D.C., getting plenty of rain. And you can draw a line from D.C. up to Baltimore, and that's where the rain is. That includes parts of Montgomery and Frederick and Howard counties, all of Baltimore County, and uh, areas in northeastern Maryland on the road to Wilmington, Delaware tonight, all getting some rain pushing to the northeast. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. So what happened here with Amazon? You'll remember a few years ago we were so excited to get HQ2 in the Crystal City area in Arlington. And now a pause. We'll find out more coming up. Allison Chester, come on, we need to do this radio spot. Okay, Larry, I'm here. Me too. We need to tell people why they should watch Get Up DC on WUSA 9. Isn't it obvious? It is to me. Listen, how about the fact that we are on top of breaking news? Plus, we have all the overnight news folks may have missed. And I always have the newest model runs for DC's most accurate forecast. And we let drivers know how to get around the traffic hotspots. Like I said, obvious. How you start your day matters. Started with Get Up DC weekdays at 425 only on WUSA 9. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic. If a child you loved were fighting a critical illness, what would you give to make their wish come true? Now more than ever, local children need the hope a wish can bring, giving them joy when it matters most and helping them fight their illness. Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic needs your support to make wishes a reality for children in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia. Donate today. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. This is WTOP News. 1122. Now the focus is on Northern Virginia. 
and what observers call troubling economic news. Amazon's announcement to bring its HQ2 to Arlington came with a lot of fanfare and hopes for an economic boost. Now the company says it's pressing pause on the second phase of construction. Quote, we've decided to shift the groundbreaking of Penn Place out a bit. That's part of a statement from John Shuttler, Amazon's VP of Global Real Estate. The company says the pause is due to the fact they just don't need the working space. With the plan this June to move 8,000 new employees into the completed first phase of its HQ2 construction, known as Metropolitan Park. The existing space can accommodate 14,000 workers. In a statement, Arlington County board members say we're confident Amazon remains committed to the second phase of its project, Penn Place, and its benefits to the community. Sources say Amazon will likely begin pre-construction and permitting to move forward with the second phase this fall. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Fairfax County School Superintendent Michelle Reed says the county is thrilled with the caliber of candidates it's drawing as it starts to hire for the new year, the new academic year. She's telling WTOP staffers have been recruiting at many colleges and universities to get to work in the fall. We are doing, I think, transformational work in public education and hiring earlier this year than we've previously hired. So we anticipate being fully staffed for the fall school year with the most effective educators in the country. A job fair is scheduled for tomorrow as part of those ongoing hiring plans. Walgreens says it won't dispense abortion pills from locations in nearly two dozen states that had warned of legal consequences if it did so. This is the Biden administration continues to battle efforts to ban abortion options across the country. But Alice Miranda Olstein, healthcare reporter for Politico, who broke the story, tells WTOP the impact is also coming to people who call blue states home. What's surprising and what I uncovered is that they are also holding off on dispensing the pills in a few states where there aren't bans currently in place, where it does remain legal. However, they have been threatened by the Republican state attorneys general in those states. A spokesman for Walgreens says the pharmacy is working through the FDA certification process so it can sell the drug. We'll go in-depth with uh, Alice Miranda Olstein. have that full interview for you at 11.45 tonight. Kellyanne Conway and her husband George Conway are divorcing. Page 6 reports that the pair have lawyered up and are hashing out the details of the split. The Conways have made headlines for years over their political differences. Kellyanne Conway very much supporting President Trump and working with him, and George Conway not. 11.25. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Frank Hanrahan. Maryland women's hoops advancing on in the Big Ten tournament. Knocking out Illinois 73-58. So Maryland advances to the semifinals. Will face off against Iowa Saturday at about 5 o'clock from Minneapolis. In the regular season, the Terps and the Hawkeyes split the two games that they played. NHL trade deadline came and went on Friday. Capitals did not make any more moves, but they certainly did make a lot of uh, things happen the last six days as they traded away five veteran players. The New Look Capitals will face off against the San Jose Sharks at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Wizards with a late afternoon game as they have a rare back-to-back with the Toronto Raptors. Just beat Toronto the other night, and they face the Raptors at 5 o'clock on Saturday at Capital One Arena as the Wizards are inching closer to 500. The Nationals beat the Mets 11-6 on Friday as the pitch clock is getting a lot of uh, publicity in spring training. Yeah, they had 17 runs, but the game only took two hours and 24 minutes. Tiger Woods is going to skip the Players' Championship as he's getting a rest ahead of the Masters in April. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. One of the actors from Saving Private Ryan and some other well-known 90s films has died. 
That story coming up, 1126. Land Rover Alexandria would like to thank you, the DMV area, for making us your number one choice when it comes to buying or servicing your Land Rover or Jaguar. Over the past year, we've grown to be the top volume dealer in parts and service and continue to be one of the leaders in sales. Our all-new state-of-the-art dealership has the most experienced technicians in the area and one of the largest inventories of new and pre-owned Land Rover vehicles. We're excited 